Welcome to the Just Off Glen podcast with your host, Christy Alexander, where we talk to the movers, shakers, and change makers. Just Off Glen. Hi, I'm Christy Alexander. Thanks for joining us for today's conversation. I'm excited to sit down with Jim Clark, who is presently our fifth ward council person here in the city of Glens Falls. Jim, this is going to be a lot of fun because this is the first time we've ever met. So I'm looking forward to getting to know you better. Same here. Great. Thank you. So um, let's start off with um, a question that I pitched to a couple of our members in the space this morning. Sure. If you had 30 seconds to get the entire world's attention, to have the entire world's attention, I should say. What would you tell them? Wow. That's, uh, you come out of the, out of the gate swinging there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no pressure. <laughs> no, yeah, no pressure. Um, wow. 30, 30, 30 seconds, 30 seconds, all um, eyes on you, all ears listening. Sure. I mean, you know, the canned answer is, you know, wanting world peace, but, sure. uh, <laughs> and a better environment. And, uh, but you know, those are your standard answers. Uh, you know, I, I just, uh, if I had 30 seconds on the world stage, I just want everyone to be able to love and respect everyone's, um, difference of, of opinion. And, um, I think that would go a long way to, uh, solve our problems of the world. I agree. So. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. Good answer. Oh, thank Good you. Answer. Wow. <laughs> I hope they get easier from here. <laughs> they will. I promise. All right, great. Thanks. So, I mean, let's start with um, what prompted me to want to get to know you. To call, uh, you know, I called you because you're running for a position in our city government, and I would like to share with individuals what that is, and in maybe along with that conversation, let's talk about you know, what's brought you to that point? Sure. Um, do you want a little bit of background on me and where I, I came from? Okay. I do. <laughs> well, um, so I was born and raised in Glens Falls. Uh, I went to elementary school at uh, Sanford Street and the old middle school on, on Glen Street. Um, which is now an apartment building. Which is now an apartment building. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and have some friends there that I walk in those hallways and I'm like, I can't believe this was a school. Right. But, uh, and um, graduated class of 88 as the class uh, president. So, you know, my venture into politics started at in high school. I guess and, so. Yeah. So and I uh, went to SUNY Adirondack um, and I was also involved in government there and then uh, transferred to American University down in Washington, D.C. Nice. Uh, well, you know, I knew I wanted to be involved in political science and where do you go? Albany or Washington is, right. you know, the, the state capital or our nation's capital. And, um, I was very involved in, um, internships down there. Um, you know, I worked at the Republican national committee, um, some for some private, um, political firms and, um, graduated and got my first job, came back, uh, home to, to, to Glens Falls and got my first job working for a state senator out in Binghamton. And he eventually became the minority of the state Senate, a minority leader, or he, the deputy majority leader, excuse me, uh, of the, of the Senate, um, after I left there, uh, but came back to Glens Falls and, uh, married my wife and, uh, worked for two mayors, 
uh, had an opportunity to um, to work for them as their assistant mayor and a budget coordinator. And during that time, I had an opportunity to manage the the Glensfall Civic Center, which is now the, C, uh, the CIA. Um, when we took it over uh, when the Red Wings left, and I was able to manage our recreation department for a little time as well. So okay. from there, I went on and worked for a local congressman. And after he lost his election, uh, I went to work for the New York State court system. And I was on the school board for six years. And after I got off the school board, I ran for common council in Fifth Ward. So, wow. Yeah, long That's long quite road. a journey. Yeah. And so what two mayors, Mayor Diamond? No, no. Uh, okay. actually um, Mayor uh, Vince DeSantis. Okay. Uh, and then uh, Bob Regan. Okay. Uh, so... Uh, Vince is uh, no longer with us, uh, but Bob is, and uh, Bob has been uh, very uh, supportive and active on uh, my campaigns. So, oh, fantastic! Yeah. yeah, it's been it's been great to have his sage wisdom, and also when Mayor DeSantis was alive, you know, he was very involved in my first one as well. So that's uh, but was blessed to work for two wonderful mayors. Learned a lot from both of them. So. That's awesome. So you're now running for councilman at large. Correct. In support of um, Bill Collins, who's running for mayor. I'm curious as to why you chose not to run for mayor. Uh, Well, my my job position with the court system doesn't allow that. Okay. Uh, Being running for council person at large uh, allows me to continue my current job and um, also still be in, play an active role in governance of the city. Um, Bill is a very capable, passionate individual, grew up in, in the city as well. And uh, we, Bill and I got to know each other when we first served on the Voluntary Action Center Board, which is no longer in existence, but it was uh, housed where um, Morgan and Company is now. Okay. So, that's how Bill and I first uh, got to know each other, and we've been good friends ever since. Um, and um, we just respect one another's opinion. We're both not of the same political party, but when it comes to Glens Falls, that doesn't really matter because politics shouldn't come into play. Um, we care about the city deeply, and we want to see it move forward. So that's exciting. Yeah, it's yeah. exciting to. Yeah. It's exciting because we're we're hearing that y- you walk. The talk. We, we try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? uh, that's, that's one of the fantastic. great things about our, our government. We, um, we might disagree, but we can um, respect each other's opinions, ultimately come to some consensus and move forward for the best interest of our city. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to hear that. Thank that, you. That's really great. So, um, so you're now here, you've lived here all your life, but now you're raising your family here as well. Talk to us a little bit about um, what, I mean, I, I've raised my family here. It's been fantastic. I'd love to hear about your thoughts about raising your family here, what, what they love to do. What's a typical Saturday like in the sure. city? Well, I, you know, that was one of my, you know, my dream was always to come back to Glens Falls and raise my family. And, you know, that's the goal for me is for to have my children come back and raise their their kids to have the ability to either get a job or live in proximity to a job. But to have, uh, you know, a city, a, a small time, small town city feel with, you know, big 
time city experiences here, mm-hmm. which we're very fortunate to have. Right. And, um, you know, my, my daughter's a, um, a sophomore in college and uh, is away and my son's a freshman in high school and uh, they're both active in sports and, you know, they were, they're both active in church and um, we're very blessed and fortunate to have them. You know, um, I grew up in a household of um, a family of, of public servants. My dad was in the military. My mom founded a, the Association for the Hearing Impaired locally. And, um, you know, I grew up in that household and I want my children to see that the same thing. Public service is very important to to my house and, and, um, you know, the kids understand that. So that's great. That's awesome. Thanks. So I'm, I'm connecting some dots and I, I think I might actually know your mom. Is Cassie your sister? She is my sister. (laughs) Yes. Yes, she is. I know her. They actually, your parents were, um, part of the church that I used to attend and so then I think that our daughters actually um, were in a, a sign language class together. Oh, f- fabulous friends, friends of flying, flying fingers. fingers. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yep. That's yep. awesome. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so our daughters are the same age then. Okay. I'm all curious, right. is your daughter taking a, a path in politics at all? So her, her um, degree is in interdisciplinary studies with... Um, uh, interest in public relations and public policy. Uh, and uh, so um, I don't know if it'll go that route. I mean, she, she did a lot of, um, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Retreats to help people out in, in, you know, through church and stuff like that. So she might work for a not-for-profit. She might okay. do missionary work. Who knows? I mean, the That's awesome. one of the great things about, the degree she's studying is that it can take her in a bunch of different places. Right. And, um, and that's really what, what I want for my children. I want them to be able to explore and, and do different things. And um, we've never um, held them back from doing something like that. So that's exciting. Yeah. I, I'm excited for her. My daughter actually is, um, is uh, pursuing a public relations degree. Okay, great. I know there's interest there in, in public policy, she um, played a, a big role in the youth and government program through Queensbury right. School um, the entire time that she was able to through high school. And uh, she's an amazing public speaker. And the, the joke is, <laughs> you know, I've seen her get up and speak in front of 50 or 60 peers and just knock it out of the park. And I sit there going, this is the girl who cannot ask the waitress for ketchup when we're in the restaurant. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> but I think, you know, she's, um, she, she's got an amazing heart and I'm excited to see to where her degree takes her and what options there are for her. The, the political science, we attended an open house at one of the colleges and, um, we went, we went into the, one of the political science kind of preview classes and, uh, she left saying, no, thank you. And I said, I think there's a good chance you're going to circle back to that, but we'll see. It's, you know, it's interesting because I mean, you can, I, I've served at various levels of government from the federal down to the local level and you can impact change. And, 
you know, I think for our young people to see that is important, um, you know, and that's what I think appeals to some, some young people is like, look, I can be involved in something really big here, you know, and, and that is important. And, um, you know, whether it's in, in government or for, you know, any business, I mean, look at your business. I mean, you're really Im- impacting this community with what you're doing. Um, you, you know, and that's, and that's a wonderful thing. And, um, and we should encourage our young people to, you know, follow their dreams. And, you know, if it brings them back here, that's great. If it, if it doesn't, and they're traveling the world, trying to make it a better place, then, you know, we'll be with them there in spirit. We'll take it. That's right. (laughs) I get so excited about, man, what our girls are going to do. It's it's amazing. I would love to um, see the job market in this area change. And I think that, you know, the big remote work, they, they called it an experiment yeah. <laughs> at this time last year, kind of about. And I, I think that that's, that's going to bring about a lot of positive change for the future of our kids and what an, it enables them to be able to do. Exactly. And so maybe, you know, coming back to this region is going to be a possibility for them and, and hopefully work smart can play a role in that somehow. Uh, yeah. And uh, you know, it's all about quality of life and what you, where you want, where you see your quality of life. Mm-hmm. I mean, and a lot of people are seeing that, you know, upstate New York in the foothills of the Adirondacks is a, you know, a beautiful place to, you know, if they can work remotely right. work from here because we provide the access that and ability, they can do that, whether it's, you know, jumping on the North way and heading to the train station or the airport or, or whatever, plus having the beauty of the Adirondacks in the region here. Um, I mean, it's just second to none. I mean, you can get lost in a half an hour North. And I mean, you know, both, you know, physically and mentally lost, you know, (laughs) but, um, it, it's just, you know, you're, you're standing on a mountaintop looking over the lake or just staring at another mountain and you're like, and you're, you know, half an hour away. It's just, it's amazing. It is just, yeah, it's just beautiful. It really, it, it, the, the way it transport you definitely seems like you're much further away. Right. And it's then you crazy. can come back a half an hour and you go see a hockey game at the, uh, you know, a professional hockey game or, right. you know, um, or go to a world-class museum and eat in some wonderful restaurants and um, that are second to none and, you know, just soak it all in yeah. and, you know, just feel like you're, you know, in a small community, but you've got these wonderful, you know, opportunities and adventures just at your fingertips. And it's just a wonderful thing. Yeah. We're so fortunate. We are. Speaking of all of that, what, what kind of hobbies do you have? Do your hobbies take you to the, to the mountain to ski or are you guys hikers or campers? Um, well we camp, uh, and, um, you know, it's, uh, I like soccer. I, you know, we enjoy sports are a big thing in our house and, um, you know, we enjoy the, the hockey here at the arena and, um, you know, um, you know, when it's all said and done my career in, 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 uh, government is, is done. I love to get more involved again and back with not-for-profits and, and things like that. But, um, and we're involved in our church, you know, not so much now with COVID and everything things have sort of slowed down, but you know, um, it's, it's, it, we're very spiritual people and 
Um, and uh, that helps guide us in things we want to do in our community. Excellent. What, what types of nonprofits uh, interest you, Jim? What, or, or what have you been involved well, in? Yeah, we, I first, we, when I first got back, we were on, I was on the community action board. I've um, been um, on the Girl Scout board. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so that was, that was fun. Um, and um, uh, been involved in Kiwanis, the Elks Club, um, and, you know, the most important, the real thing I'm really proud of is, you know, having the opportunity to um, be on the school, you know, my school home school board for first, uh, you know, six years. It's a five year term. I was appointed for the uh, first year. Um, I ran for 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 the office and there was three of us and I lost by a handful of votes. And then shortly after Jane Reed, who is now our council person yeah. at large, was the president of the school board. She said, hey, we're losing somebody. Do you want to? get on the board. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, gave me a year to really see how it went. And, um, I just love the fact that I could be, you know, um, a part of the school that I went to and give back in that way. I mean, it's, you, you want to talk about, um, a true public servant, you, you don't get paid but you for being on the board and um and it is the decisions you have to make um both for the children the teachers mm-hmm. the parents right. are um hugely impactful and um you know particularly when money's tight and things like that you're in a you know I can only I can feel for the folks that are sitting on the board right now, what they're going through and the right. decision processes they're making. And, um, you know, if anyone truly um, wants to see what it's, you know, what it's like, you really want to understand public service, run for school board and get on it and yeah. see how, and see how it is. So, yeah, you're making some very impactful decisions yeah. there for sure. Well, you're, you're talking about when we talk about taxes, everyone says their taxes are so high. Well, the largest part of your taxes are your school taxes. Right. But yet when you, you, you know, you look for people to run for a school board, you know, the most, when you, if someone's taken, you know, money out of your pocketbook or your wallet and you know, you've got less, you, you want to know where that's money's going. You want to be a part of the decision process. And, and, um, you know, that's why being on the school board is very important. And, you know, again, for government as well, you know, one of our biggest responsibilities as elected officials is the, the spending and of, of money to move the city forward, you know, through the budget process. Well, it's whether it's paving the streets and investing in economic development or our parks or whatever recreation, um, you know, those are huge things that we, you know, we have to make decisions on because it'd be great if you could, you had an endless pot of money, right. but <laughs> right. it, it, you know, we, we, we don't. So, right. you know, you have to make those decisions on what's best for your community and for, you know, on the school board for the school. For the school. Right. And then taking budget into consideration every time, yeah. which is always, it's just like you said, if, if we had an endless pot, 
<laughs> these decisions would be much easier and they, they would look different, but yeah. We, you know, one of the things we talk about is in our city is, you know, investment in our tree inventory and things like that. And uh-huh. I, I tell you, if we could find money trees and plant them all around the city, it'd be great. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> yeah. a different kind of tree indeed. <laughs> I plant one in my backyard, we'd be all set. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, so yeah, let's talk about the Common Council and the decisions that you guys make. I mean, there have been some really fantastic initiatives that, I mean, I just, one in particular, Crandall Park. When we were kids, um, we didn't live in Glens Falls. We lived in Fort Edward and Hudson Falls, but we would come to Crandall Park and skate. And when I moved to Glens Falls with my children, um, that wasn't happening so much. But that's really been revived. And this year you took it to a whole new level with the Ice Lanterns. What, can you tell us a little bit about that and maybe some of the other projects that, you know, you would consider the Common Council um, would be, uh, you know, just some great accomplishments. Sure. We want to hear about that. Well, you know, one of the great things, you know, again, I've worked for two um, administrations previously, and I've worked with the common councils of those administrations. And, you know, the thing that, um, one of the things that sets, I think, the the group, the four years that I was, you know, councilman, the first four years, pretty much the same group. Dan was uh, mayor Mayor Hall was the councilman at large, and 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 uh, Jane was the third ward council person. And Jack Diamond was the mayor. You know, the group got along; they uh, respected each other, and went and and it's the same with this group as well. And um, when that happens, and there's harmony and respect and trust, um, that resonates out in the community. And if you're investing money in uh, or investing in a community or anything in anything you want to go where there's harmony, you know, you want to go where there's unity. Um, and one of the great things about this group and the previous group is that there is that. And that's one of the reasons why I think we've been so successful in uh, re reinvigorating the downtown. Um, you know, one of our big, one of the big accomplishments we've been doing is, um, from our sustainability side of things. Okay. You know, we've uh, put new um, charging stations in for vehicles. We've uh, are replacing our street lights with smart street lights and we're putting parking sensors into where we're, we're trying to do bring connectivity and into our downtown. And um, you know, uh, that's huge. And it's going to save us money. I mean, when you look at our dollars and cents, it's like, you can only cut so much right. before you can't cut anymore. So how do we, how do we try to um, figure out how to do revenue, increase our revenues and things like that? And I think um, our tourism um, is very important. Um, so, you know, we have Crandall Park and we have a great group of people, a nonprofit group that have been really investing in, in our, in Crandall Park. And, um, and that's really shown and you know it's becoming quite a destination, and yeah. we've reinvigorated our 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 uh, our pond uh, so that there's more skating. And I think with the the pandemic going on, it's really highlighted that yeah. as a real treasure. And you know we've been discussing how do we continue to enhance that. And we've been very fortunate. We have a gentleman that really from our public works department that's really taken ownership of it and 
really made it a, a really asset for us. And um, that's been fabulous because, I mean, y- you go by there every day and there's always a bunch of people skating on it. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. Uh, I, I, every season when you drive by Crandall Park, you just, there, there, you know, the, from the people that are gathered to watch all their kids play soccer on the field to, you know, the balloon fest activities in the fall and the skating and sledding in the winter. It's such an amazing resource. So I love seeing it get so much use for sure. Yeah. My, and I'm sure your kids as well. I mean, my kids played, I would coach their soccer teams all the way, you know, through and, um, there's, you know, you always love the fall because there's always life and, you yes. know, we're a little kids running around and stuff and, yeah. you know, not to diminish our other, um, recreational assets. I mean, we have a beautiful park on the river called Haviland's Cove and, right. you know, that's one of the things, um, that I would love to, you know, to, and, you know, try to bring that along with, um, you know, Crandall Park and, We've talked about a dog park down there and things like that. And, you know, we've got a beautiful feeder canal trail. And, yeah. you know, the, we, this, one of the great things that we did um, this administration is we purchased the tenant Queens, uh, Glenswell's Tennis and Swim Club uh, from Sanford. I and, did not know yeah, that. Yeah, so um, we're going to turn that into another recreational area. And we're oh, expanding fantastic. our connectivity with Coles Woods and, and Crandall Park. I mean, we're just, there's so much, you know, so much going on. Um, you know, we're expanding, uh, you know, bike lanes and um, just uh, from a connectivity standpoint, um, it, we're, we're very fortunate that um, we've had some uh, progressive leadership that, you know, we get along and we want to just, you know, do all these wonderful things, um, you know, to enhance our quality of life in the city. You know, yeah. we, get, we sold the Civic Center. So we're, you know, we're not hemorrhaging money as much right. as we used to, to a wonderful ownership group and we're work. we continue to work with them. I mean, we've, you know, we've got the DRI downtown, the downtown revitalization initiative, which we're spending, um, you know, trying to revive South street. Right. You know, so, you know, our downtown continues to improve Glen Ridge, you know, um, so, I mean, you know, our city park is just a gem that is being utilized more right. through arts and things like that. So it's just, it's, um, you know, there's a lot of things going on that people can be, be excited about. Be excited about and be proud of. Yeah. The um, city park, I saw a lot of usage again this summer. I like, one of the great things about, um, our location here at WorkSmart is a lot of the members will go out and we all, you know, kind of walk the city yeah. and uh, either take phone calls or just tune out, put our, our headphones in and tune out. And time after time walking around the park and all summer long, people were using it, spreading out blankets, playing Frisbee, getting together for um, knitting clubs. Yeah. <laughs> They're doing, I think it was Tai Chi out there. I mean, yes. they're. I mean, that yeah, was fun. It's, it's, was so it's fun. great. I mean, that's what's great about, you know, our, our, we have this beautiful park downtown that, um, you know, and I hope that doesn't change when, you know, you know, hope, you know, COVID, we come to the end of COVID where we, you know, we still have the activity. I hope it increases even more because yeah. now we can have really true connectivity again with one another, you know, true yeah. personal relationships outside of, you know, 
being six feet apart from right. one another and right. a glass barrier in between you with the mask on. So you, you can't see people's expression and stuff. So right. I yearn for those days when we can get back to that. Yeah. Um, we're headed in that direction. Yes, and I think yeah. that, um, you know, it's one of the silver linings for sure is going to be that I, you know, people really have found value in that time together and our natural resources. So yeah. I think we've got a lot to look forward to. The um, The city's also been very instrumental in making this region bikeable and walkable with the, the um, crosswalks and really just trying to slow the speed of traffic so that we can walk around the city and enjoy. I'm a, I'm a big uh, bike to work as much as you can kind of person. <laughs> so I love that I can do that and I'll be up. One of my favorite things about living in Glens Falls um, a few years back when I was here was that uh, I could get up in the morning and, and essentially run the city, just get yeah. up and go for a yeah. run. And I'd run the feeder canal and, and come up, you know, come up the hill and run through the city. And it was just, it was quiet, whether it was snowfall or, you know, a nice warm summer morning. It was, it's just an experience, one of those experiences that you can't really put into words that you've got to yeah. get out there and do it yourself. Yeah. I, and I, you know, I forgot to mention, I was on the feeder canal Alliance uh, as well. And one of the big things that I, and it's exciting to tell you this and we're doing some connectivity there. We're putting some pedestrian bridges over the canal to connect oh, nice. into the, into the fifth ward and to get um, pedestrians off that bridge that connects Prines Island uh, on Murray street. Uh -huh. So they can, don't have to go across the bridge where there's truck traffic and things like that. So that's exciting. One of the things that you'll be interested, I was on a meeting today. Uh, we're going to do the bike share uh, with uh, CDT. CDT. Yeah, yeah, nice, yeah. Nice. So um, that's going to happen. That was on my bucket list to get done, you know, and, and that's going to happen. And, um, you know, the city's going to play an integral role of that with the county and Lake George and the town and stuff. So um, it's exciting. Um, the more we can offer people, the better off uh, yeah. we are, you know. Yeah. And in my opinion, we've got a lot to offer. Yeah. Yeah. We are truly <laughs> That's blessed. Fantastic. Yeah. I had no idea about the uh, pedestrian bridge. That's a great Two idea. Of them. Yeah. It's, you know, it'll be similar to what is, you know, at the feeder canal park that goes across to get to the, the canal trail okay. um, in Queensbury. And so we're going to have uh, one that connects off from water street. So that it brings that neighborhood in into, you know, you could do an actual loop or, or whatever, uh, but it allows them to be able to connect into Murray street where we're going to be putting another bike lane in to get up to, up to the bike lane on Hudson and then, onto um, broad street to get into south street to connect you know what's going on with the dri so oh, that's there's fantastic. a lot of great you know that it's all you know everyone it's all about connectivity connectivity how can we connect to this thing yeah. to that thing and you know probably better than anybody you know yeah connecting right? the people right is really what this is all yeah. about it's fantastic yeah. i'm excited i feel like i'm Getting let in on some secrets this morning, this Shh, afternoon. Don't, don't tell it. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! So one one last question sure. for you, and this is this is going to be interesting uh, to it's hear now, your response. In thirty, you know, if you had thirty <laughs> seconds, you know. 
<laughs> no, not so much putting you on the spot. Maybe sort of, but oh, I no. think you, you've had a lifetime to prepare for the answer to this one. If you were a local guide, what top three um, must-see or must-do items would, would be on the list for you to show our visitors? If I was a local guide, no. Was, yeah. uh, so uh, I needed defined area. What? It, Glens Falls? Uh, Let's say Warren or Washington County. Ooh, ooh. Okay. <laughs> well, my wife uh, grew up on a, a dairy farm in Washington County. So, and she was a Washington County dairy princess. So I married Ooh, a dairy her. princess. Wow. Yes. And one of the nice things about that was her father was a, a, count, a town supervisor. So she, she was well aware of, um, you know, the world of politics. Yeah. So, but I would definitely say if you're talking about Washington County, I would definitely say you need to visit a dairy farm. A dairy farm. Absolutely. That's definitely one of them. You got yeah. You got to, you got to visit a dairy farm. I can't argue with that. Yeah. You've got to have that experience. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. she was on, um, she was on the agricultural stewardship association board for a while. And, um, you know, they're all about preserving, you know, vital farmland and, and things like that, because all too often, you know, these beautiful views are being, you know, cut up by housing yeah. and things like that. So, yeah. Um, you know, dairy farms are becoming, you know, it, you want to, you want to be able to go see a working dairy farm. It's, okay. Yeah. So that's yeah, one of that's, the three. That's one of the three. So Warren County, you, you definitely need to, um, hike a mountain. You I definitely agree. have to hike a mountain, uh, or walk a nature trail. It, it doesn't matter which one they're all beautiful. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's funny because I've seen, you know, just over the last couple of years, all the signage popping up for, you know, highlighting the trails, the opportunities that I would have never known existed. So, okay. A dairy farm, <laughs> hike a mountain or walk a trail. So get out in nature and we've got lots of opportunity for that here. Yes. And you know, it, it oh. My goodness, you know, the, there's so many wonderful things to do in the city. You know, it's like, um, you know, uh, it all depends on what time of year, but any time mm -hmm. of year, uh, if you had an opportunity to visit the Hyde, uh, you know, you've, you've got to do that. And yeah. At least once in your lifetime, you've got to do that. You know? Awesome. Yeah. You know, so many beautiful things there. Now, if, if it was in the wintertime, I'd say go see a hockey game. There you go. You know, yeah, that's an experience. It too. is. That's I mean, a lot it's, of fun. it's great. You yeah, know, that's you, a lot of can't, fun. you can't beat that. You can't. And, you know, after the hockey game, oh, plenty yeah. of oh. restaurants downtown to it. go and grab a drink with, with some friends. Yeah. And, oh, absolutely. And, uh, you talk know, talk about the hockey game fight. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> and, you know we, got, we, you know, it'd be a shame not to mention, you know, what a wonderful job that has been done at the Queensbury Hotel. You know, oh my the, goodness. You know, yeah. they've done a great job. And, and when you're finally up and running in your new space, all the wonderful thing, you know, just the beauty of that building, you know, yeah. inside and out is going to be great. So yeah, yeah. it's going to be amazing. I can't yeah. wait. I can't wait to finish it. And, um, you know, just to show the community that, uh, you know, we've, the honor that we're trying to restore to that building. Oh yeah. I mean, the hidden the hidden features that or you know, you're exposing is just gonna be, you know, awe inspiring to be honest with you. You know? It's fun to share on the Facebook group, yeah. you know you're from Glens Falls and get the feedback that some 
You know, some people don't even know some of the grandeur in that building that's been covered up. Yeah. So yeah. I can't, I just can't wait to see the look on people's faces when we. So here's a question for you. So what's, what's the time frame are we looking at here when you're getting ready to move into your new space? Yeah. I don't know that we can keep this as a positive or upbeat <laughs> podcast conversation if we're going to go there, Jim. <laughs> So we have a fantastic crew. Um, we have a fantastic architect and everybody's doing what they can to get us into that space. And, um, you know, if I had my way, we'd be in there in April. But, uh, and everybody I talk with says, well, you know, construction. And that's right. <laughs> I think to myself, that's still not acceptable. Yeah. But <laughs> I guess you got to know me to know. But um, so we're looking at May. Oh, we're really? we're okay. looking, we are looking at spring 2021 okay. and um, by May we'll be in well, there. All good things to those okay. who are coming away. <laughs> yes. yes. So I know it's going to be fantastic and you're going to do a great job and you're going to continue to grow your business and um, it's, you'll be a, an, yeah, I, I wouldn't say a, a wonderful addition because you're already downtown, so but here, you yeah. know, a, um, more of an opportunity for people to really utilize what you have to offer here. It's going to be great. Yeah. Well, it's, what's exciting is that our new space is going to offer, you know, is a different opportunity. So we're mm. with bringing the private office space and we were talking with someone, um, the day before yesterday and, uh, it was so funny because there are there are a young group of entrepreneurs in this city, and you know every topic we would go to, you could just see her get sit up yeah. straighter and just you know yeah. light up. And it was just so fun to tell somebody who could catch your vision yeah. for for the opportunities for the collaboration opportunities that are going to happen, and even just talking about our breakfast of champions that we hold, where we get together and you know we set goals. And get together in a, within a couple of months and talk about how we crush the goals and, and reset new goals. And she was like, I need that accountability. Yeah. <laughs> Collaboration's huge, you know, particularly when you're talking about a small downtown community and, you know, everyone needs to rely on everybody and their right. special skill sets and what each one has to offer. And that's what's great about, you know, Glens Falls is, you know, we have a wonderful collaborative and... You yeah. know, it's just, we're, we're very fortunate and, um, you know, to have, you know, business leaders like yourself that are willing to step up and invest in the community. And, um, you know, that's huge. And I think, um, you know, what our downtown looks like after COVID might be different than what it looked like before. And, yeah. um, you know, I think you're positioning yourself to be a key player in that. So. Well, I consider it all to be a privilege, so I'm excited. Good. Jim, it has been fantastic to get to know you. Vice versa. <laughs> it's been so much fun to sit down with you, and thank you for being a champion for our region. Thank you. I appreciate and it. And anytime. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for joining us, folks. We are so glad that you were able to be part of this conversation. Get in touch with us and let us know what you think, and if you have any questions, please uh, contact us at info at worksmartgf.com. We'd love to address your questions on air and we'll see you next time. Just off Glen. Thanks for listening. This podcast was recorded at WorkSmart Coworking and Meeting Space in downtown Glens Falls and produced by Black Mountain Visuals. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Join us again next time. We'll meet just off Glen.